Hi, this is Mimi. And this is Lee. And this is the season one wrap up for getting rich after divorce. So we just want to talk to you about a few things. Yeah, thanks so much. If you've been here and listening, we we had a great time putting this season together and discussing what it means to a divorced woman in today's world who really wants to start a business and show up authentically and make some some money for herself. Absolutely. And what we discovered along the way, because we're also, you know, we have a community of people on Facebook, a private community. And what we realized is a lot of women, especially divorced women, but I think it's, you could generalize it to women in general. Um, But a lot of women have some self-doubt, some confidence issues, some self-image issues. And often underneath that, you know, it kind of holds them back. And so we started talking and delving into this topic of self-image a lot over the last few months. Yeah, I think one of the things that was really interesting, Lee, is how many women, and I know even me, every time we talk more about this topic, well, most of the stuff we talk about, you know, like we research it more, we try to make sure we're as current as we can, and we learn so much about it. And one of the things is um, how these thoughts hold you back without you even knowing it. Like these are things that you aren't even aware that are affecting your ability to, to do all the things that you want to do. Exactly. So we became fascinated with this topic. So as we conclude uh, season one, um, where we really focused on getting rich after divorce, we are now shifting to this idea of self-image. And at the root of it for so many women is this idea of body image and this ridiculous amount of emotional space, brain space, daily effort goes into your body and the way you think and see it, you know, how much you love your body, how much you don't love your body, how much you need to cut back on food, how much you need to exercise. If you didn't have to think about all that stuff, you would have so much free bandwidth to deal with starting a business and doing all the things, you know, in challenging circumstances, which as we started this episode um, season off with in episode one, you know, that there is this thing called the divorce gap. And there are a lot, there are lots of bits that go into that divorce gap that cause it. One of them is this lowered sense of self-confidence and self-image. And so now in season two, we're taking it over to a new podcast, but it's really our season two, but we gave it a new name. Yeah. I just, you know, after COVID, I was like, I'm so tired of the word pivot, of unprecedented and pivoting. But what we really did is kind of pivot what we're going to talk about. And it's all going to be related to um, self-image and how the weight loss industry and diet culture is, um, is in our psyche and what we can do to disentangle that so that we do free up, you know, like Lee was saying, mental capacity and energy capacity and money, you know, like how much money do we dump into these things? And, um, you know, like we want to be super clear that whatever you choose to do, like you can do, whether it's cosmetic surgery, weight loss surgery, you know, trying a Mediterranean diet, you know, like whatever it is that you want to dip your toes in or go in full board that you're doing it with the right intention, like that that's not replacing how you feel about yourself. Yeah. No diet is going to fix you and your totality. They're not, it's not going to necessarily fix your well-being. If you, let's say you lose weight on a diet, 
temporarily, it's like, woo, I lost weight on this diet. But then you're back facing your own psyche, your own emotions, your own thoughts. And that has not changed necessarily if you haven't been doing that kind of work. So we're going to talk about like, what do you actually need to do so that you're finally satisfied with yourself and you can finally look at yourself in the mirror and just accept and even love yourself as you are, because sure, you can still alongside that lose weight, get fit, whatever. But if you don't fix that internal part, you're not really fixed. And so many people think that losing a little weight, looking a certain way is going to fix them and make them happily ever after. And that's not actually the truth. Yeah. And I think too, um, I know like for me, it's like, I kept waiting like, oh, you know, when I lose this, you know, last 20 pounds that then I'll go buy some really nice clothes, you know, then I'll show up on camera, then I'll, you know, put myself out for my business. Then I'll, you know, look for a new romantic partner, just like waiting, waiting, waiting. So I like stayed in this constant state of misery while I was waiting. And then I was like, you know what? I can just really love myself now on this journey to getting, you know, fit and lose those 20 pounds, you know, whatever my goal is, find the right hairstyle, you know, whatever it is we're hoping for, like you can love yourself on that journey to to what it is and that you're clear the reason you want these things is for you not to you know fit a mold that your mom wanted you to fit or what you think the dating world wants you to fit or what you think the business world wants you to fit that whatever you do you're doing it for yourself yeah, absolutely like double down on that like whatever Mimi just said that is exactly where we are in our own philosophy that a woman has choice over her own body and over what she decides to do to and for her body and for herself. And um, this idea that you come from a grounded, non-judgy place, a place of love and acceptance of who you are and what you look like, that's, you're going to make better decisions in the long run for you and decisions you can stick with because you're coming from a place of love. When you come from a place of self-judgment and you wonder why you keep failing on whatever body goals you have, it's because of that mean voice in your head is never satisfied. It's never satisfied. So you have to work on how do I deal with that mean voice? What do I do? You can't erase it entirely. Unfortunately, it's still going to be there probably the rest of your life to some degree, but you can find ways to counteract it so that you feel better, you like yourself more. That voice will, that negative voice will still crop up, but you can learn all these great tools to work with it. This will help you in building your business, building your financial security, building relationships, and just building up yourself and your quality of life. Absolutely. So these are the types of conversations we're going to be having on the new podcast, Beyond Dieting. And we'll have some links in here uh, to get you over to that podcast. So we hope that you join us there. If you've missed any of the getting rich after divorce um, podcasts, go back and listen to those. You know, there's a lot of good stuff in there. And we do talk so, a little bit about brand and self-image in some of those podcasts too, if this is a topic that you are interested in. So we hope to see you at the in the Beyond Dieting world. Yeah, see you at Beyond Dieting.